Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of Eclectic Full Contact Theater's splendid satirical saunter down memory lane to those thrilling days of yesteryear, Throwing Shade. Remember, if you love the adventures of the Shade and the Vamp, head over to Patreon at www.patreon.com EFCT and become a subscriber for all sorts of exclusive Shade rewards. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy eclectic full-contact theater's throwing shade. There is a darkness in the minds of men. Yep, we went back to the old intro. To be honest, I wasn't really feeling the new one. And seriously, sometimes change just for change's sake isn't a good thing. Give the people what they want. That's what I say. I was saying so just the other day when, what? Get my what in gear? More things change, the more they stay the same. There is a darkness in the minds of men, a darkness in their hearts, a darkness in a room with no lights. And who knows that darkness? The shade knows. By day. Theodore Rockwell is a go-get-em reporter for the Chicago Gazette Times Herald, but by night he becomes the Shade. Using his uncanny ability to wear dark clothing, he, assisted by his girl Friday, Wednesday morning, who is also the mysterious female vigilante, the Vamp, defends the downtrodden and fights the forces of evil. But can one man defend the innocent from the scourge of Chicago's underbelly? Find out in the thrilling conclusion to Throwing Shade, Overexposed. And this week, folks, we have, say it with me, a new sponsor. That's right. While Bowser University's Veterinary Medicine Correspondence course was designed by a panel of experts in the field of writing correspondence courses, it turns out that a large groundswell of complaints from pet stores all over the country erupted, due in large part to a run on their animals. According to the complaints, Bowser University's refusal to supply their students with animals to practice on resulted in a huge amount of return customers to local pet stores, which interfered with their contracts with actual medical schools. Dog catchers also registered complaints, saying that Bowser University's students were ridding the streets of stray animals at a faster rate than they could which was detrimental to their livelihoods, as well as adversely affecting the dog pound's deals with drug companies. So while Bowser University weathers this nobody-could-have-possibly-seen-it-coming storm of negative publicity, we would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Dust Bowl Deodorant. Dust Bowl Deodorant, when Arid just isn't sure enough. Previously on Throwing Shade. Huh? And now, on to our story. Act 3, Scene 1. Abra-shadabra. What a twist. As John Duchesne approached our bound heroes, the crowd of reporters drew in closer, 
each wanting to be the first to catch a glimpse of the vigilante's secret identities. Any final thoughts, Shade? Vamp? Think about what you're doing, John. Are you sure you want to go through with this? You may not like what you find. Sniveling won't help you now. Get ready, boys, and make sure to get me in the shot. I did this. John Duche. You know, Da, we've done a lot of low-down things in our time. Aye, Kitty, that we have. But I must admit, this is the first time I've ever felt ashamed. Aye, I know what you mean. It just don't seem right somehow. Maybe it's because that reporter fellow is such a... Duché, just get on with it. My public awaits. We'll start with the little fish and work our way up. So first, the vamp. You are so lucky my legs are tied. Fifi LaRue? Oui, it is moi. Huh. I was not expecting that. Oh, it does explain the flexibility. And the grip strength. Well, well, well. What a surprise. Now we come down to the main event. Prepare to learn the secret identity of the Shade. I feel sorry for poor Rockwell. Couldn't have said it better myself, Porksort. Though I am confused about one thing. Just one? We know who the Shade is. <laughs> Every criminal does. So why didn't we just tell Duchet? Big Willie, I'm surprised at you. We may be a lot of things, but the tallies don't tell tales out of school. We're going to have to, Da. We all dropped out. Oh. No for cockshim, make a blood and nick and a ban, sin a ghost. Thank you, Parksard. Not to mention, Duché would pay us less if you only had to unmask one of them. Simple economics, really. But I admit, I take no joy in this. Mayor Crane? Mayor Crane? Surprised? I certainly am. But how? You and the Shade have been seen together. Wait, that's a very good question. How do you want What is the matter, Cherie? You look like Pick Willie trying to do Martinize. None of this makes sense. The Shade and the Vamp, the Mayor and the Common Trollop. I will love you. No, I am an exceptional. Perhaps I can shed some light on your predicament. There's a very logical reason for why Miss LaRue and I are as you see us now. Quiet! All right, Mr. Mayor, spill it. It's frightfully simple, dear boy. You see, you've taken the bait. And now... The trap. She is sprung. What are you? Don't move, or the next dagger will, well, get considerably closer. Only thing that has to worry about that is a cat. I told you not to lead with those. It's not my fault. I just washed them and I can't do a thing with them. 
Look! The shade! What's going on? What's the meaning of this? Simple. We figured this was a setup. Thanks for proving us right. So we reached out to some friends to play decoy. And looks like we caught ourselves a rat. Come along quietly, Duché. Come along? Why? I've done nothing wrong. Conspiring with known criminals to threaten the mayor and falsely imprison us, for starters. What conspiring? I simply took advantage of an already existing situation. There's no proof I had anything to do with this. The tallies are the only criminals here. Nice try, Duché. But it's well known that the tallies are awful at taking credit for their crimes. No way they'd let on in advance they were doing this. Well, that's a fair cop. Planning ain't our strong suit. It's our inability to anticipate the unexpected. No, dog lama brunet egor lama merdunarachin. That's certainly something to think about. John, tell us why we Look! I can't speak to the tally's competence as criminals, but there was a setup here, and I'm the victim. You, that's rich. The Shade and the Vamp obviously used the tallies to lure me here, knowing I'd be unable to resist a chance to finally bring them to justice. You mean grab the glory? They worked this out for a very simple reason. What? what? Hey, what? Da, you know he's lying. Oh, aye. But you have to admit, it's a much more entertaining narrative. To discredit me, because I'm the only one brave enough to tell the world of their criminal enterprises. Well, now I think we need to what's going on questions they can't answer. Gentlemen, gentlemen, this is ridiculous. We don't fraternize with criminals. Duché is making this all up. Think of it, gentlemen of the press. Why try to discredit me if I'm not telling the truth? What do they have to hide? And if they're willing to do this to me, what would they be willing to do to all of you? Mayor Crane, why are you working with criminals? Now, wait a minute. And what's your relationship with infamous Madame Fifi LaRue? Is it true politics make strange bedfellows? I am not a strange bedfellow. Though for the right price, I could be. Children, I believe it's time we make a strategic retreat. How do you build one of those? Tattoo oof in a sock. Schmilana Dona is fuller than Namtu, Sinfat go befuller to a toffee Tatu is in Namuspas. Uwe Fekash in Aldona, go befuller emospasi fubio, Yerine lithakana in Tosigadan Nirkotan, Neromani Rinsime, Augustem Agduramina, near Dirko Rekatakta, Shiktean de Kuthin is a grin. Nigol, Limgo Beruchak de Ogor, Lium de Namath, Ek Nidare Kosul. Oh, run! I'll be leaving as well. Enjoy your notoriety. Shade, we should get out of here before it gets any worse. What? Turn tail and run? That's pure cowardice. 
Besides, the mayor and Fifi are still tied up. We can't leave them here at the mercy of these vultures. You go untie them while I smooth things over with the press. Are you sure that's a good idea? Of course. I'm sure they'll listen to reason. Relax. What could go wrong? Gentlemen, let's discuss this! Wait! Wait, 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 What's going on? Hey, wait! Act 3, Scene 2. Foot in Mouth Disease. Theo has a case of athlete's tongue. The shade kept the press distracted long enough for the vamp to get the mayor and Fifi out of harm's way. The next morning, however... Theo, did you see this? Shade, criminal mastermind. Vigilantes, target reputable journalist. Dastardly duo, Con City. And the worst one. Where will the Shade and his floozy strike next? Well, that sounds significantly less... Floozy? Good. Definitely less good. But I think you're focusing on the wrong thing here, Wednesday. Easy for you to say. You're not a floozy. I have taken great pains to develop a consistent crime-fighting character with a unique style and personality, and this is what I get? Floozy? Floozies don't have pockets! I don't know how this happened. All I did was tell them we wanted to stop Duchesne's grandstanding and innuendo. You mean, and I quote, the Shade admitted he longed to silence the truth about him and his companion. Seriously? I have a name! I told them specifically that I trusted they were smart enough to see through his tricks, and that what goes around comes around. Ah, ah, you mean, and I quote, he then said the press and the city were fools to stand against him and threatened retaliation? I never said any of the, okay, maybe the fools thing. But it was taken out of context. The worst part is we ran a story about how Duché was behind the whole thing, which means we're the only paper in town supporting the Shade and the Vamp. It's going to make us look like we're on the side of criminals. Mr. Clemens is not going to be happy. Rockwell? Morning? I'm not happy. Wednesday, you know I'm no coward. Of course not. But I think under the circumstances, we should get out of here and find some way to fix this. Couldn't agree more. I think we need to talk to the mayor. At least apologize to him. Great idea. Gotta say, Wednesday, you make an excellent floozy. Too soon, Rockwell. Too soon. Act 3, Scene 3. Sweeping Change. The Shade and the Vamp visit the mayor again. While Editor-in-Chief Clemens raged about the office, the Shade and the Vamp were preparing to visit the mayor by swinging over the side of City Hall and through the mayor's open office window. I don't understand why we don't just use the door. The secret to being a truly effective crime fighter is an air of mystery and dramatic entrances. Swinging in through an open window epitomizes that. You're sure the window is open, right? Of course. There's no way they could have replaced it this quickly. Hey! There's no way they could have replaced it, he says. Are you mocking me? I sense mockery. Jade! Vamp! What are you... 
my window. Sorry about that, Mayor. We didn't expect it to be closed. Yes, well, my new secretary is far more conscientious. Mr. Mayor, what happened? Your window? True, too? Where's my broom? Call her off, call her off. Rosa, relax. This is the shade and the vamp. I know who they are, but that doesn't mean that they can just break the window whenever they want to. Though, vamp, I must say, you are muy estilizo. You've got this uh, Marlene Dietrich vibe. Nice outfit. Thanks, it. Does it have pockets? Yes! <gasps> You are truly a lucky woman. If only I had pockets. Una mujer sin bolizo y con un taco sin queso. Well, you can't argue with that. Can't understand it either. Rosa, don't bother the vigilantes. And you know my secretary, Rosa Honeysuckle. We've met. She should play for the Cubs with that swing. Bite your tongue. Philadelphia Athletics all the way. We do apologize about the mess. Oh, no, it's my fault. I should have realized someone would want to use the third floor window as an entrance. Is she being sarcastic? I sense sarcasm. To be honest, I can't tell myself. (laughs) Now, why are you here? And why do you never use the door? Air of mystery. Dramatic entrance. Essence of a great crime fighter. Essence of a bull in a china shop. This Menando. Gesundheit. We need your help, Mayor. The last time I helped you, I almost became the target of that scallywag, John Duchesne. John Duchesne? From the Chicago Blower? You know him. He bought me a cup of coffee and asked me if the shed and the vamp had been hanging around City Hall. What did you say? Rosa, you mustn't talk to him. For a cup of joe, I'll talk to Creepy Carpus himself. But I didn't tell him nada. I can smell a rat from a mile away, and that douche stinks full. I'd like to help you, but I don't know what I can do. He's not breaking any laws, and trying to pressure him to stop will only give him fuel for his outrageous conspiracy theories. As mi papo always used to say, no puedo tomar docino sin dejartos descuidado. Ah, yes, I agree. Tomatoes on your feet is quite a sin. Well, that is true. What he said was, you can't have bacon without getting sloppy. You want a pig? You have to get into the mud. Who wants a pig? You mean, we might have to play a bit dirty to beat John Duchesne? We can't fight dirty, we're vigilantes. But you could set him up the same way he did you. Get him to confess to his whole underhanded plan in front of the press. And I'll bet the tallies aren't too happy about the way he used them and then left them holding the bag. So this would be more like a sting. Poetic justice! I guess, though, I don't see why you would take the time to make it a rhyme. Hey. I just did it! I just did poetic justice! Um, yes. Well, then I guess we're off to see the tallies. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, and thank you, Miss Honeysuckle. My pleasure. Well, now that you all know what you're doing, I'm off. See you tomorrow.
But Rosa, the glass. Oh, I just did that so you could stay here and help. But if you check my job description, it says quite clearly that I don't do windows. Adios. Seems your new secretary is pretty shrewd, Mayor. Yes, I'd better keep an eye on her. Why do I keep getting stuck with intelligent women? Nothing good ever comes of it. We'll return to Throwing Shade in a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Friends, do people describe you as pungent? Does standing in bread lines make you sweat harder than a mall in church? Do you find yourself trying desperately to stay upwind of yourself? If so, then have we got the solution for you. Dust Bowl Deodorant! Yes, friends. With Dust Bowl Deodorant, not only can you fight the embarrassment of bodily aromas, you can also turn off the faucet of perspiration under those arms. With its patented formula of talcum powder, charcoal, and uranium, Dust Bowl deodorant is guaranteed to stop that sweat and put the kibosh on body odor. Worried about cost? Don't be! Dust Bowl is the depression deodorant and is available at hardly any cost to you as it's backed by the War Department in their never-ending quest to battle society's enemies wherever they may be. That's right, Dust Bowl deodorant is government-issued and guaranteed to blast away the reek of poverty. So get your Dust Bowl deodorant now and smell like a productive member of society. And now, a few words from other important personages. Vamp, come quick. What is it, Shane? Is someone in danger? There sure is, Vamp. Businesses and theater companies across the country are falling victim to sagging sales and empty seats. We're facing an economic catastrophe worse than the last economic catastrophe. Oh no! We have to do something! We should take to the streets, find clues, interrogate suspects. Sell advertising. Right, sell. Businesses and theater companies can buy ad space with us, Vamp, on Throwing Shade. They'll reach thousands of discerning, law and order loving... Comedy starved. Comedy starved listeners from coast to coast. I understand they can listen to us on something called a podcast. Yes, that's true. You can hear us wherever these podcasts are broadcast. What does podcast mean, Shade? I haven't the faintest idea. Maybe throwing peas? Ooh. Maybe that's the world peas I keep hearing everyone striving for. I'm ignoring that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like advertising with us could rescue these businesses and theater companies. And save their bottom line. The rates are incredibly affordable. Well, there is a depression. Really? I'm quite happy. Get in touch with Eclectic Full Contact Theater at info at eclectic-theater.com. Say goodnight, Shade. Goodnight, Shade. And now... Back to the jaw-dropping conclusion of Throwing Shade, Overexposure. Act 4, Scene 1. Same old song and dance. Little man and fat boy get more info. Later that day, on a random street corner, 
two private investigators found themselves in a quandary. Little men, we are in a, a quandary. Really? Here I thought we were on a random street corner. How did you manage to lose Theodore Rockwell in Wednesday morning? I thought you were right behind him. Hey, don't start flapping those gums at me, fat boy. Where were you? You know very well I was off getting coffee and donuts. Tailing people is hungry work. For you, breathing is hungry work. You're the only guy i ever seen get worn out blinking. Personal attacks won't change the fact that you lost a quarry. It ain't my fault. They turned a corner and by the time I caught up, they had disappeared. They obviously couldn't disappear. How is it you couldn't keep up with them? Because they was hoofing it like they both had a hot foot. It ain't like that last time when they was buying windows. They weren't... Never mind. So, obviously, they just went into some establishment. Didn't you look? I was waiting for you. Why ever for? This is the Irish side of town. I ain't taking no chances of getting snatched by some leopard con. Lepra. Huh? Not leopard. Lepra. You can't fool me, fat boy. I know a lepery is one of those fellas what's got their fingers and stuff falling off. Every time I think you can't sink any lower, you exceed my expectations. Gee, thanks. Ah, donuts. At least you never disappoint. Oh, jelly. Betrayal. Well, come along. Let's see if we can find Rockwell in morning. Our goofball gumshoes wandered up and down the street. Little man saw Theo and Wednesday walk down. After half an hour of walking, they came to a startling discovery. Pardon me, madam. Did you happen to see a gentleman into here earlier, accompanied by a young lady with a typewriter around her neck? For the fifth time, you idiot, ain't nobody been in here with no typewriter around her neck? Now either buy something or get out? I do apologize. Perhaps I will make a small purchase. Fat boy? In order to make amends. Fat boy? For having bothered you. Fat boy? I do beg your pardon. What do you want? I'm trying to smooth over your mistake by purchasing some of this fine young lady's... What is your name, miss? Victoria. Victoria. Really? My father never liked me. Anyway, by buying some of Victoria's fine products. So, let me be. I'm just trying to tell you. Ignore my friend. Heaven knows I do. Now, I will take one of your finest products, please. Ooh, will you now? Absolutely. Very well. So tell me, sir, what size knickers do you wear? What? That's what I was trying to tell you, fat boy. This place sells ladies unmentionables. Oh, you don't say. Obviously, they're unmentionable. There was nothing outside on the sign to suggest that's what you sold. Just a dancing leprechaun with a four-leaf clover. Like every sign in this neighborhood. I know. I can't be putting Victoria's fine ladies' undergarments on the sign. I'd get raided. So... I make me sign look like everyone else's. What I sell here is just me secret. Well, in that case, 
We'll be on our way. Yes, we will. And sorry about bothering you. It was the signs. Eh, it ain't your fault. Happens to most people. I don't know why we all have to have those cliches all over our signs. But you know what they say? How can you tell an Irish boomerang? How? It never comes back. Just sings sad songs about wanting to. Have a good day. Well, little men, it appears we've lost our quarry. Maybe we left it in the store? Just then, a familiar figure approached the pair. Telegram for little man and fat boy! Telegram for little man and fat boy! Not this pill again. You little man and fat boy? You know we are. Let's have it. Ah, ah, ah! This is a singing telegram! Little man, <clears throat> little man and fat boy, pass this on to your boss. All the tallies are upset about the payment that they lost, so they want him to meet them over by St. Pat's. In an hour or else, they'll open the bag and let out the cats! Leaping lizards, that sounds serious. It certainly does. We need to let Duche know immediately! Yeah, otherwise his cat's gonna be running around wild. Sorry to interrupt, whatever this is, but, uh, tip? Would you take a useless partner? No? Hmm. Then here. Have this. A half-eaten jelly donut. Gee, thanks. Don't mention it. Oh, I won't. Come on, little man. Theo and Wednesday's disappearing act will have to wait. We have to find John Duchesne. Or at the very least, his cat. Act 4, Scene 2. Come up and see me sometime. All good things come to an end, and so does this. An hour later, the majestic bells of old St. Patrick struck, which is when everyone realized the majestic bells of old St. Patrick's desperately needed repairing. As the tolling, such as it was, faded into the evening air, the Tally Clan gathered out front. They were soon joined by a very perturbed-looking John Duchesne. Are you perturbed, John? You look perturbed, doesn't he, children? Oh, Ida, perturbed is the very word for it, isn't it, Richard? Couldn't have found a better word for it myself, Peter. Suits him to a T, it does. Don't you think so, Big Willie? Sure, and wasn't that the first word popping into me head as himself was walking towards us? Perturbed, says I. Said it right to Kitty, didn't I? So ye did, so ye did, Big Willie. And a more fitting word I can't be thinking of. Is in rud a melange befolked toward sitane, shillane mafisic hactulsen, tusse chroma mil rodal, fiaderle lomrunt, sinoda beth, lerena e calant, tocane shikafol, Bulaka Romal in Augusta Magodrana in your cocerta. Well, of course, that's another way of putting it. 
I think we've established that I'm perturbed. And while some people may enjoy this Celtic cross-talk, I have more important things to do with my time, and I don't appreciate being threatened. Threatened? Who threatened you? Which one of you mash for brains, Egypt, threatened this fine upstanding man? Wasn't threatening, was it? We simply informed him of the consequences should he choose completely of his own free will not to show up here tonight. It was really for your welfare. I can second that. You do seem to be perspiring a bit, John. Are you nervous? You know, it's never a good idea to let people see a sweat. Especially in business. I never have that problem. In fairness, it's because you don't understand consequences. It's true. You do sort of remind me of a fallen fruit. What? He's saying you're right, Duché. Woo! You should use Dust Bowl deodorant. Dust Bowl deodorant? Oh, I. It's the best antiperspirant and deodorant I've ever tried. It's true. Me underarms are like a desert. Really? How? With all my subterfuge and plotting, I'm constantly working up a sweat. Being underhanded isn't easy on the underarms. It's all thanks to Dust Bowl deodorant, the depression deodorant. Not only does the talcum powder in it keep you dry... And the charcoal kills any unpleasant odours. But the uranium gives you a nice healthy glow. That's right, Parksword. The burning does mean it's working. You don't say. No, we do. In fact, we just did. Weren't you listening? Toss pole deodorant is the most modern way to keep yourself from turning into a moist, stinky mess. No matter how long you've been living on the streets or standing in breadlines. Is it expensive? Not at all. Why, they're giving it away. Aye, the Department of War developed it as part of their war on poverty. And are handing it out to every poor indigent slob they can find. Yeah, they figure it'll help the poor find jobs on account of they're no longer stinky. That's true. They said flat out it was doing it in order to make sure there was no more poor people anywhere. You're right about that, Parksard. Only in America. Sounds like I should definitely get some of this Dust Bowl deodorant. You'll thank us. And anyone downwind will thank you. But now to the business at hand. You got me here. What's so important? Well, we still ain't been paid for your stunt you had us pull over at City Hall. And it's not that we don't trust you. Oh, no. Perish the thought. It's just that we all got bills to pay, you see. Aye, Kitty's pub has serious overhead. Mostly on account of the ceilings being so low. It's ruin a course. Aye, and Parksword's got his Lindy lessons. What makes you think I'm going to give you one red cent? For all anybody knows, you came up with that idea all on your own, and that's exactly how I plan on keeping it. 
Are you saying that after we went to all the trouble to lure the shade and the vamp to City Hall so you could expose and discredit him, you won't have the common decency to pay us the money you promised? Well, exposition, da. Well, the Irish are master storytellers, me wee Colleen. Tis a sad day when you can't trust the mastermind behind a dastardly plot. Hey, I don't know what the world's coming to. Really shakes your faith in humanity, it does. Rin a sick cloth, tokadashim in no tora rim, a rim is a ghost, Tamaka. An rama, ne dorter shakoranta. Parkshire's right. If he don't want to pay us and wants us to take the blame, then let's do it. We're the ones that came up with the plan to discredit the shade in the vamp. We just used duche to make things smoother. Aye, and won't it be some true criminal fame we'll be getting because of it? Aye, people will be taking notice of us now. It'll be a reputation for being hired men the tallies will be having. We knew all we needed to feel brand new was one good douche. Ufansach, alana dona gubifuel shimpos alfiobeo. Hold on one minute here. You rubes may have your uses. And Kitty is certainly easy on the eyes. But if you think I'm letting you steal my limelight, you've got another thing coming. I've been concocting my revenge on the Shade and the Vamp for months. This plan was all mine. From spreading the false story about them working with the Squeezebox bandits to the City Hall stunt, it was all me! Me! Do you hear? I know I did. How about you, Vamp? Loud and clear. How about you, fellas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait! What is this? I believe it's called comeuppance, Duché. Enjoy trying to squirm out of that very public confession. You. Um, would this be a bad time to inquire about payment? Yeah, because we ain't sure you're going to be solid much longer. Solvent. Uh, solvent. Ain't that what you do with a riddle? Solvent? Get away from me! Come on, little man. Maybe we can sell our story to the papers. You've got the scoop on Duchesne's criminal activities? We sure do. And whatever we don't know, we'll make it up. Good enough! What? Wait! Gentlemen, I've been framed! Save it for the funny papers, Duchesne. No! Come back! I'm the victim here! I swear, I'll get the two of you if it's the last thing I do. Good luck. After today, there's not a single person in this city who'll believe a word you say. You should have stayed on the straight and narrow. Integrity, honesty, and honor will always win out over greed and subterfuge. Oh, spare me. People want dirt. They like it. Let me tell you what he said about the mayor's mother. Looks like they're going to get it. That was taken out of context! I have to say, I never thought the tallies would be working on the right side of the law. Criminals we may be, but we're no lawyers. Oi, we have our standards. They're low, but we have them. Besides, we're not all that different from you. Really? How? Well, you two try to make the world a better place. Yes. So do we. Only difference is you do it for the whole city. And we do it for us. 
Is an avrude de befan go befull to titena, is a confas, sinte croma melorada, filled in a romand, de bull and a beth. Parksward, that ain't nice. Sure, all black's boring, but not everyone can be pulling off the look of a tally green from head to toe. Well, despite our past run ins, thank you for your help. Don't mention it. Literally, we got a reputation. All right. Let's go. I got business to run. To the chroma milorada fjord kokrana I'm with pork sword. Can we get ice cream on the way back? I want a banana split with sprinkles. I know I spoil them, but they're just so adorable. Well, that was a job well done. I'll say. We cleared our reputation stopped the flow of fake news spreading in the city, and flushed John Duchet right out of journalism. That's not all, Vamp. We did something even greater than that. We did? What? I think we finally came up with a story that'll make Clemens happy. You're right. This calls for a celebration. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Absolutely. One banana split coming up. With sprinkles. Growing Shade is brought to you by Chicago's premier storefront theater company, Eclectic Full Contact Theater. Sponsored by Dust Bowl Deodorant. Created by Sarah Siegel and Andrew Pond. Written by Andrew Pond. Directed by Katherine Siegel. Starring the voice talents of Mike Drugan, Daniel Houle, Noelle Kleiss, Stephen McClure, Kaylee Osterman, Andrew Pond, and Rochelle Prude. Our Foley artist is Lori Iyer. Our engineer is us. And I'm your narrator, Noelle Kleiss. Special thanks to Tina Salamone. Tune in next week. Same shade time, same shade station. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Pond. And I'm Sarah Siegel. You may remember us from such podcasts as the one you were just listening to. We'd like to thank you for joining us and hope you've enjoyed the adventures of Theodore Rockwell and Wednesday Morning. And The Shade and the Vamp. If so, please head over to Eclectic Full Contact Theater's Throwing Shade Patreon page at www.patreon.com EFCT and become a patron. You can support Throwing Shade for as little as a dollar a month. That may be the literal definition of a pittance. Become a patron today and join such luminarious folks as Mike Drugan. Uh, luminarious? What? It's a word. Anyway, becoming a patron gets you access to behind-the-scenes videos, episode outtakes, merchandise, and much, much more, including the opportunity to ask us anything. I myself am an open book. More like a picture book. Be glad it's not a pop-up. So... Head over to patreon.com slash EFCT to support Eclectic Full Contact Theater's Throwing Shade. And head over to eclectic-theater.com to find out what else Eclectic Full Contact Theater is up to. Say goodnight, Andrew. Goodnight, Andrew. Aye.